0: Audacity is recording.
1: All right. Here, you want to do that, that nice little old-timey countdown clap real quick? Absolutely. All right. Three, two, one. <laughs>
0: I still haven't fully wrapped my head around why that works
1: yeah it does seem to
0: if a sound moving away from a clapping hands moves at 50 (laughs) feet a second but the skype delay is 44 seconds per five seconds
1: who boy skype has anything really changed
0: i skype changed
1: hello and welcome this is a new podcast called the death of youtube because it made you click it uh it's actually uh, the
0: birth of youtube (laughs) <laughs> That's the real problem, right? But Exactly. Then again, if you're listening to it and not watching it, we have to have a point. Uh,
1: the podcast is actually going to be um, about uh, kind of about our experience making a uh, a YouTube channel during the early days of YouTube, which um, which I'm the thing I'm referring to as the early days is like 2010 onward. It goes earlier than that, but I. Uh, I wasn't making videos then. <laughs> so, right. Uh, I'm Kyle C. Sullivan. I'm here with my co-host, Ian Kahn. Howdy. That's that's the other voice there. Yep. And uh, we we both started making a comedy, sketch comedy, a sketch comedy YouTube channel called Door Monster that you may have heard of. Um, I assume most people listening to this right off the bat are only people who have watched Door Monster, but who knows? Maybe we'll get some some other people through through Spotify or whatever. Uh, yeah, we started like twenty fourteen is the technical start year of like the weekly videos and of our Door Monster essential binge watch playlist. Um, which is what we're going to be covering during this podcast. We're just going to go through episode by episode and cover one video per podcast and sort of go over our experience making it and just our lives surrounding that on the internet, which you might recognize as the premise of Door Monsters Tiny Table if you listened to that very short-run podcast. Uh, we're just doing it again, but instead we're starting at the beginning. Uh, Matt's not here. A loss to
0: us all, actually. It's really... (laughs) I don't know why you decided, like, if it didn't work with Matlock, maybe we'll try with Ian, and that's, like, a better idea. So,
1: genuinely, I realized at some point the only reason I did any of these things were just to, like, facilitate aspects of my own life that I am incapable of managing otherwise, and I just wanted to hang out with you more. Right, right. <laughs> so I, mean, I, I just thought this would be a good way to do it.
0: <laughs> that's why I texted back yes to, uh, like, as soon as you said podcast before you told me why you wanted to do it or what it was about. Um, because it didn't really matter what it was going to be about. I knew, like, it's not like you can control me. It's going to be uh, me hanging out with you on a podcast no matter what. So,
1: Right, yeah. And I think the vibe will be a little bit different, too, because you were there the whole time. Matt had, like, questions, but you, you remember. You right. were part of it. Uh, Anyway, today we're not actually starting on Toast Launcher, because I figured as part of the introduction, we should talk about before the binge-watch list, and then we'll actually, like, get into the first episode of it next week. But I was just curious, how do you remember first getting into, like, internet video when that was the first thing? Just, like, in your life, just as a
0: consumer of it? Definitely before YouTube. Uh, YouTube was, like, at some point, newfangled, and, uh, like kind of exciting because unlike everything i had been watching for years it just worked um which is very funny to say now uh but like it's got to be like uh flash cartoons right like they were hosted on websites that people yeah. made with the express purpose of like showing people their flash cartoons
1: yeah it's pretty crazy that that was just like this entire i, I think sometimes about like blockbuster and how that's this weird experience that literally nobody before or ever again will have Like it's just this one (laughs) micro experience that we had that nothing is even kind of similar to. And I feel like the flash video era is similar to that. The frontier moves and it's on TikTok now and stuff, but it's not anything like what Newgrounds was. And Newgrounds isn't anything like what TikTok was. They're just their own weird. And Vine existed at some point. We're not going to get into that. That's incorrect. It's not true. Um, But yeah, no, same. I also had this. uh, Yeah, like like um, I went on to I actually didn't even start on on Newgrounds. I was in. Uh, I remember my friend in fifth grade telling me about this cool thing called FlashPlayer.com. Woo. I don't know how they named it that because that's the name of the of the
0: device of the player. <laughs> they weren't Adobe owned, <laughs> so that
1: seems illegal.
0: <laughs> well, Adobe more than made up for that in <laughs> <And> the in uh, <laughs> yeah, the crackback. Yep.
1: Sure did. So yeah, I, I caught a fr- I caught my first few videos on on there. I
0: uh, think like if I have to pick like a site. It's like, uh, it's legendary frog. It's legendary lily pad, right? Whatever oh, that. really?
1: You I, went like his personal website?
0: That's where I, I watched a lot of it. Yeah. Like, it's weird because like, so I, I have to like separate out of my head, like, I don't know, comedy and internet videos, which are not always the same thing. Now they basically are. But like, I mean, you know, like uh, we used to have America's Funniest Home Videos. You remember those? It's like, oh, yeah, they were basically TikToks. You know, it was just, like, uh, this is True. 15 seconds of somebody's life that, in retrospect, is probably very staged. Yeah,
1: actually, TikTok really does have much more of, like, a home video feel than, like, even yeah. early. Because in the early days of Newgrounds, it was all people wanting to, like, publish stories. Like, it was, mm-hmm. it was like, wannabe, like, child filmmakers who were like, I can do this in my own house with my own computer and my shitty uh direct a tape camera that my parents have
0: <laughs> right well this is like I, i'm sure we're gonna come back to this over and over again like uh the real like so there's there's two aspects to technology and like social interaction which are both true always which is that they are always always changing and they are always always the same right uh like <laughs> the way that we uh that any art form evolves starts with people who are skilled and that's kind of weird Uh, You couldn't put anything on Newgrounds unless you had the skill of some kind to actually make something that's kind of like an art and put it on a thing that played it for you.
1: Yeah, it was much more of a meritocracy for sure. Well, because it started with just a guy publishing his work on his own website. I don't really know who we're going to attract to this podcast, so just in case, Flash videos were (laughs) like... (laughs) Right. It was it was animations made with a software that was made it was built for making interactive websites. It was not made for making like full animated cartoons at all, but it was this tool that you could get a hold of and people figured out you could use it for making animated cartoons and at a at a low low discount of $700, mm-hmm. it was way cheaper than any other actual professional industry alternative at the time. Right. And so, yeah, if you could get a hold of one or, like, your school had it or whatever, you could use it to, like, make these animations that ran, like, part of a web page. Like, web browsers used Flash as part of their... So it was like a Java kind of... It was like running a program, actually. Yeah. It was like code running, and it was just, like, vector images that wasn't pixel-based at all. Uh, and so it was... It has its own flair, <laughs> maybe is the <laughs> word, yeah uh, and uh they were yeah i don't know there was there was one guy named tom fulp who figured out how to do uh, a bunch of cool stuff kind of on his own and was just kind of an enterprising young lad and put it up on a website back in the 90s like way before i was uh even had internet access and uh he started realizing that other people were doing the same thing, so he would, like, email them and ask them to put those videos on his website, and then he would get people emailing him asking to put their videos on his website, and then eventually he was like, this is a lot of work. I'm having to, like, list these videos manually every single day. Um, And uh, he... I think got some friends that knew code, like knew how to code sites, and they built this portal submission system where people could go add their own videos and then get the videos judged by the other people on the site. And if it was like, if it passed general judgment, then it would go, like it would stay on the site. And if it was really good, it would hit the front page. So it was this like really early proto version of like YouTube and Reddit Mm -hmm. and like forum systems and like all this stuff just built by these random dudes, and, and then, and then I think they started, they figured out, like, internet ads even before everybody else, so they, they, it was pretty groundbreaking, uh, way ahead of its time in pretty much every possible way, like, it was doing all of the things that, you know, YouTube does now, uh, but on this much time, on this, like, little, like, mom-and-pop shop scale, you know, Mm -hmm. So like you knew I I messaged Tom Fult multiple times with questions and he would just respond like it was just like <laughs> it was like that
0: most of the things in like the frontier days of the Internet like pre you know like 2005 really um, uh, it's all done by these people who are just like guys who want to mess around with computers like that's the target audience right right my, my dad did the same thing my my dad had a uh, has a world spanning running club because he's uh. He's run marathons before. He's a you know a passionate like athletic runner. Uh, but it, all the people in his running club are people who had access to list serve uh, email lists in 1991. So they're like very specifically running nerds, and that's like wow. that, that's the audience. And I think all, most that's of that's so cool, <laughs> isn't it? Though like it's a, like a, a lot of this internet pioneering was like that. It's just people who kind of like had like a thing they like to do and also computers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Basically that's, I guess that's pretty much, and that's more or less how I, well, you know, you know, I was, I I guess an early iteration of, of like the, of the, of the, the I want to be an influencer generations. (laughs) Weirdly. (laughs) Like I was, I was in uh, uh, probably one of the earliest groups to be inspired by the people who did it first, just based on my age range. Because, yeah, most of those other people were, pe- like, the people that I watched were being influenced more by, like, indie filmmakers and right. comedians and stuff. And they realized they could use the internet to post the things they were doing and, like, again, shooting with their camcorders or whatever. Um, and then I found that stuff as a kid because I had weird friends that went on to <laughs> on the Flash sites and uh, told me they were there. So, like, my so my earliest actual specific influence was... Uh, Knox, <laughs> who right. was the, uh, uh, his name Robert Benfer and he did the Clay World series, which were stop motion animated things. Um, there were these little blue featureless blue humanoid shaped blob people and he had a webcam cause that was new back then. And he did and he he made these little animations where he would just do like on, you know, his desk. He didn't put any flair into it at all. The story was there are blue people. They live on a desk. And so he would just do these little animations where he would move them a little bit and then take a picture and move them a little bit and take a picture. It's
0: amazing. Just talk, like we just having to explain the technology of Flash. Right. And saying that that was like pioneering because you had to sort of know how to do it. And then just going back one step to, and this guy was doing claymation by, with right. stop motion. It's like <laughs> it's like you know the story of like uh, the guy who built uh roller coaster tycoon in like assembly like machine code like uh, like programming oh, yeah. languages that predate like that are like the foundation of programming languages. is like yeah. he was like he was like that. He like uh he yeah. ma- he he built. Flash animations in assembly, which is the stupidest thing. <laughs>
1: right. No, he literally, he would, like, he would photograph them, convert that to a video, because there was actually, there was, like, a stop-motion feature with the software that came with the camera. I remember, because I learned which camera he used and bought that, and that's what nice. I started using first. Um, and, and then he would embed that really low-resolution video clip into a flash animation and then export that <laughs> and upload that to newgrounds. Wow. Um, that was yeah, that was the original uh, way What a terrible doing it. idea. Yeah, it was horrible. It was horrendous. I can't believe if any of those videos survived it's it's a miracle. But that was that was the first time I found those videos and it was it, my fate was sealed yeah, <laughs> from yeah. there. It was <laughs> I, uh, I, f- I found that, and then I found his website that he had also built, and then he was doing a podcast. Before anybody knew what podcasts mm-hmm. were, I was listening to a podcast by these two knuckleheads. This guy and the guy that made Charlie the Unicorn were both <laughs> buddies, <laughs> and they, they had a podcast mm-hmm. together that they recorded over Skype, which is how we found Skype. Like, you used Skype early because I heard about it from right. these guys and then demanded all my friends get on it. Uh And, uh, and uh, yeah, I just saw this, this thing, he, this is just, he's just like a, he was like a kid from Texas actually, uh, Mm -hmm. around San Antonio who just did this in his bedroom. And I was like, that is the coolest thing I have ever seen in my entire life. And I'm going to do anything I can to be this. (laughs) I'm going, I'm going to make videos. I'm going to build a website. I'm going to do a podcast. I'm going to do it all. Maybe it's like one man production teams. And that was sort of the shtick back then. It wow. was it was just like you're just one guy doing all of this yourself, and if you do it hard enough and good enough, people will like it, and then eventually money will fall from the sky? Question
0: mark. <laughs> right. You're right. That, that, that question mark's <laughs> a big one, right? Like that's the problem. Yeah. I don't know. Um, uh, it took us a long time to make that question mark happen. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, and various. It parts certainly of the was internet. not my primary motivator. Mm, right. Um, Man, I was trying to think. So, like, before we had newgrounds, right? Like, well, I was trying, like, because I just it shocked me to hear that you're exporting these as flash. Like, what would you do? And I guess, like, I do you remember like just downloading movie trailers as files to play on like a uh, quick player?
1: Yeah. So yeah, I think yeah, I I don't think there was really a like go to watching video file <clears throat> site. That was the big issue. Right. There, is that we, transferring video files over the internet of that time was like impossible.
0: This is what we like. Um, on a technical level, this is what we mean by streaming, right? Like a streaming video is something that plays on the page, which is what Flash did before anything else. Uh, Actually,
1: yeah, no, 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 note about that with Flash. It didn't do that. Well, sorry, it did try to do that. And so as the animator, you had to learn how to code in Flash enough to make a, a screen at the beginning that would forcibly pause the video and load the whole thing before then playing the video because most people, it would just like freeze otherwise. You right. had to, they were called preloaders. Newgrounds had them pre-made, so you could download them and just copy and paste the stuff that they had made into the. This is why my, this is why we all know how to use computers as well as we do because mm-hmm.
0: it was just required to do anything, <laughs> right? Well, and, and, and because it didn't work. That was and, yeah, uh, exactly. It was <laughs> so much shooting. Like, uh, the best way to do anything is to do it wrong a lot. And that's what this was. This was very wrong. This is absolutely the incorrect way to do it. It's amazing. I
1: I, I did full on the DVD menus for some of my videos. I had like special remember, features in yeah, uh-huh. the Fable experience and stuff. There was a there was a this whole very specific art form <laughs> to making yeah. flash videos because of the weird combination of knowledge you had to have. Um, and
0: it's so weird and, how and, like it bled into public consciousness in silly ways later. Like, uh, uh yeah. Like I remember watching. Uh, uh, this is this is probably my my. Deepest kernel of, like, individual Newgrounds-ish memory that doesn't have to do with you, which is, like, not a whole, like, a huge section of my my internet experience because, obviously, once, like, that expanded wildly after that. But, like, uh, part of my only individual Newgrounds experience was watching Naruto fan flashes on <laughs> YouTube, right? On, on Or maybe pre-YouTube, but not on not on Newgrounds. Eventually I watched them on flashlights, but uh, originally I watched them as like YouTube videos and they still had the preloaders and it was like, this is a cool little part of the animation. I don't know why they made it. It was, like, part of the art.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it would just be in the video because you would just have to, like, screen capture yeah. whatever was going on. Because, that, yeah, that was how the original, like, convert... Actually, not even the original. Even the robust version of converting Flash animations was just screen capture because that was the only way to do it. You just had to play it on. It was, like... It almost was, like, scanning film in in a weird way. Like, you just mm-hmm. had to, like, play it as... at as high of a resolution as you could and then just capture that like you were photographing it frame by frame funny and so yeah eventually there were i, I don't know people smarter than me figured out how to start putting uh video onto websites where you could uh, where you could actually like stream it back effectively and that's what youtube was it, it youtube ran off of flash when it first came out like the YouTube, the original youtube player was a flash based player that used the fact that you could slow down the buffering of the video to preload the youtube video like it literally was the this weird kind of technology that we're talking about that i dabbled in is what they used as the basis for making videos watchable on the internet
0: that's very funny because <laughs> that's the whole deal right is uh because back when like so 2005 that's youtube's like birth date right um like what what's the, what's your average internet speed for the like average household but like, you had
1: trouble loading jpeg images
0: like right, you had yeah.
1: to wait for the jpeg to scan down
0: <laughs> and so like there's no way you're actually like loading like actual frames of actual resolution videos so right. but if if flash is already so broken it knows how to like uh wait on itself i guess youtube you go i guess we could do that that's that i mean i i remember doing that i remember sitting and watching uh it was a I have a very, very fond memory of, uh, set like begging my dad to let me go on YouTube so I could, uh, load up a 10 minute battle from, uh, Dragon Ball Z, uh, Tenkaichi for the week, <laughs> Um, and I, I, but it took like 30 minutes. Um, for that ten-minute video to load, and then I watched it and I loved it. So
1: yeah, that was just kind of part of the experience. Was mm-hmm. like, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to sound too old by just getting into like, yeah, we used to just have to you mm-hmm. just sat around and waited for stuff to load before you could watch it. Watching uh, the paint
0: dry was <laughs> part
1: of the experience. <laughs> it really so like the big thing for me was I, I think I I immediately got into the like the filmmaker side of things, which was like this is a way to post. the the stuff that I want to make already so that other people Mm -hmm. can watch it. Like that was the big separation is that like you were, you were always going to have to get a job and get into Hollywood and do that stuff before anybody could like see the things that you wanted to make. And this just provided an opportunity to make it immediately, which I learned by watching people who did that Uh, because like really early on, well, I guess really early, the earliest YouTube I remember seeing that like I was like, I'm watching YouTube and this is a thing made for this platform, I think was Charlie the Unicorn. So that's where I, I just went. And then I learned that the two people that I had like started watching the Internet for knew each other and had a podcast, which was kind of weird. Right, right. Um, and, uh, I, yeah, I think that was my first one. And then I remember, like, the earliest sketches. Like, I don't remember really getting into watching YouTube regularly as, mm-hmm. like, its own platform until 2010 ish. By which point, you and I were already, like, hanging out. And we were, uh, I think we, I mean, we, I graduated high school in 2010. So I was moving on to college. And that's when mm-hmm. I started finding, like, comedy sketch artists that, like, had good equipment and were, Making short films yeah. on YouTube, like mm-hmm. Julian Smith or Freddie Wong or some of the some of the people that were actually doing like these weekly like short movies. And mm-hmm. before that, Dom Ferris was a good crossover. He started on Newgrounds doing animations and then was doing movies on YouTube. And the Charlie the Unicorn guy also was doing short films that were like you know four by three standard definition shot with a camcorder kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had this collection of things building up where it was like, oh, I could. Th- p- this is possible to like make a movie and then post it online and people will watch it, which is, which is honestly kind of an anomaly even today. Cause now for the opposite problem, right? <laughs> Cause there's too much of it.
0: Yeah. Like I, I've seen so many people like, I don't know, random people who come across like my Instagram or something suggested for use or whatever, who are like, uh, I have a four time, uh, uh, awarded film and it's only available on the streaming service uh, like Zumbut and uh, <laughs> but we're really excited that Zumbut has partnered with us to to bring you this opportunity it's like buddy i have deleted three things that i could have called zumbut yesterday like i'm not downloading <laughs> another one
1: i can't even tell if you're remembering that or making it up i'm neither do you so. do you remember any particular had you gotten into like youtube content creators beforehand <clears throat> I also remember an early memory of YouTube and you was coming over to your house and watching all of the Team Fortress Two meet yeah, the team yeah. trailers. Yeah,
0: right. Which we also no- undoubtedly had to wait to load. Um, yeah, probably. Uh, so here's my deep dark confession: um, I did not then, nor at any point afterwards, nor at any time <laughs> currently, have ever actually consumed YouTube content as a platform. I. Yeah, that's fair. I watch things that are hosted on YouTube. Often they were made for YouTube specifically, but I have never actually just gone and checked on, like, okay, I watch, uh, that's, Donkey. Mm, uh, Dunky. I watch video game Dunky. That's literally the only person whose videos I click on when he makes them. Okay. Uh, uh, other than that, like, literally, I, these like, I would watch things that were funny. I wouldn't follow them on YouTube or, like, from platform to platform. I don't know. It's weird. Like, this is, this is like, I, uh, like, so much of my, like, you comment this from at, uh, at it from like a, a creator standpoint, wanting people to like see what you've made and like host it and share it. And that makes a whole lot of sense, like, since you've like, you're, you've seen all these people who've like, uh, where the community and the platform sort of like part of the experience. I, uh, just really liked writing funny things, um, and experiencing yeah. funny things. So, like, to me, like, a lot of my influences are things like, I, like, uh, like, do you remember like, uh, All That? Right, like uh, like yeah. uh, sketch comedy that existed uh, separated of, of, of YouTube, or comedy that had no no bearing on the internet at all, uh, are like right, com- yeah, equally valid uh, like uh, inspirations and like uh, I don't know like role models for me.
1: Yeah, well, and a lot of my early inspiration was also still television shows. It wasn't it wasn't all just people doing stuff on YouTube. It was also like Arrested Development and. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, what else did I watch at the time? Basically, just that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's why it turned out so cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, I I did get into it because I saw people doing something I already wanted to do. I guess I don't. I guess I don't know necessarily the experience of just purely being a consumer in that way. Except mm-hmm. for my only real example is with the Yogscast. It's the only group that's like. I I did used to watch daily because I just needed something on my computer screen, Mm -hmm. which which I was using to work on YouTube videos. Like I was doing my job working on YouTube. But then independently of that, I was also watching this other YouTube channel just for content. and And they were doing stuff that I never was going to make or never really had any interest in doing like what they were doing. Um, right, right. But I did enjoy watching them and their team, and it was still inspirational because watching them work on stuff together was definitely some of the inspiration behind. Like, I need, I need that sort of vibe with my group, you know. <clears throat> but, uh, but I was much more of a consumer for that. But that's about as close as I've gotten for the most part. It was, I definitely was into it because of the, the sort of inspiration it gave me more than just pure entertainment. And, and so, with the last bit, I don't know how long we've been recording because our podcast messed up halfway through, uh, but <laughs> probably the other thing to address here is what what we were doing <laughs> during this time <laughs> with our channel that led up to then having a success a moderately successful YouTube channel because while I was looking at all these videos on newgrounds I started desperately trying to figure out how to make my own so like I said I bought not I brought Robert Benford's webcam and tried to make clay animations I would say
0: just for the record you do not try you were successful that, yeah, you okay. did there's like a really really finite number of people who have ever done that. Um, and specifically, a much fewer number who've ever decided that Robert Benford was the correct <laughs> role model to emulate while doing it, instead of something like Wallace and Gromit, or like you know, uh, dare I say, good content. Um, so it's like you and Benford, man. I'm pretty sure, like. Y'all are holding that one yeah. tight. You get to claim that's that medal. Probably metal. true.
1: Not a lot of people died. I got further than uh, Ben Wyatt on my claimation. It's true.
0: It's true. I, he's like I, 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 He came up when I was thinking about this. Like that's the only other person I can think <laughs> who had any sort of experience like what, what you and Robert Vendor have done.
1: make this. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Mm. I wasn't depressed yet. Um, Um. (laughs) (laughs) So I really wanted Flash, though. That was the big golden ticket. Yeah, But it was $700, and I was in middle school, so I was not...
0: Right, this is $700 in in 2002 dollars yeah. which would now actually buy still only flash because adobe will not stop inflating Rave the price yeah um it is now seven million dollars uh, a month buy, you can't uh,
1: buy them outright anymore they just stopped doing that because capitalism <clears throat> and shit and they just figured out that they can get more money if you charge monthly so i don't even think it's an option i still have a hard copy of the last hard copy version of the Adobe Creative Suite, and I'm holding on to that for when I get completely fed up with the Adobe subscription, just to boot that back up so I have a basic version of, like, Photoshop and stuff. (laughs) Because you know what? Not that much has changed, either. It still kind of works the same way. They just have to keep coming up with new, dumb things to add to it to justify making a new version.
0: I, too, have lots of uh, uh, (laughs) deep-seated rage about Adobe's pricing model that affects me on a day-to-day basis because I definitely pay for the products oh. and that affects my is, life
1: is piracy even popular anymore do people do that was like a
0: whole thing but uh, actually then. it's much more popular well it, it's uh, it goes in waves right it's it, as uh, studies will piracy is a whole nother topic uh but in general like you'll find studies that show like uh convenience is the biggest uh way to stop piracy right if you can just like give some amount of money that somebody will go yeah okay and you don't like make them jump through 18 hoops and like sign away their firstborn's like you know gene pool to an, an AI bot. Like uh, they'll go, okay, that's way easier than. So as we've uh, all these streaming services have like splintered into 18 million sub services, and uh, uh, Adobe's pricing model not only gets like more expensive but way more complicated. Oh yeah, it's it's super background. Yeah, the
1: ice. that makes sense. Yeah, no, I remember when Netflix first came out, and everybody just kind of was like, "Okay, this is easier, so that's,
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll do that instead." Yeah, yeah.
1: Anyway, I uh, I couldn't I couldn't get a hold of Flash, um, and you know I yeah. I had a very like I wasn't just gonna get handed Flash either. Um, so what I ended up doing was finding a forty five dollar animation program at Walmart that I saved up for. Uh, it was called Anime Studio Five. And uh, I I bought that, and I learned how to use that unbelievably garbage piece of software uh, over a summer, and uh, I made a 14-minute-long animated cartoon. Yeah, what is wrong with you? I don't know. Like... Jeez. i thought maybe I, this happened to me at some point but i've always been like
0: this <laughs> crazy so okay here, here's the uh to keep it on theme like i just like keep revisiting our themes here how does anime studio 5 work under the hood i you, you, like here's here's I, the real don't question even know. like this, this 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 is why it's why it's important has it like if you if you found a cd of it right and you put it in would it still work has it outlived flash i don't i don't know genuinely is it after all the superior software <laughs>
1: I cannot imagine that it would run on anything you put it in now. It barely ran on the stuff that I that, that I put it in before. Well, you know, weirdly, because computers were all sort of, like, janky, they also were accidentally really compatible with each other. So I think right. I actually installed Anime Studio on school computers without permission a few times so that nice. I could use it in class. Because uh, <laughs> you just come in and pop the disk in. Um, and it wasn't a big software. But it was it was it was rough. Um, But I had this I made this cartoon called Yoda's Christmas, which was just fan fiction, actually, like looking back Mm -hmm, on mm -hmm. it Uh, and release that. And that was like my first big foray into trying anything.
0: Um, And to date, it remains actually the best Star Wars Christmas special anybody has ever made. (laughs) Um, That's
1: probably you know, what's crazy is I want eventually once I grew up and uh, met my now wife. Uh, Mm -hmm. The group of friends she was a part of, there was a guy in there that uh, had grown up watching Yoda's Christmas as, like, a Christmas tradition with his siblings for the last several years.
0: I just, I, I... That's just so messed up. I know. Like that just that 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 just says so much more about him than you. I'm sorry. Like that's not always the case. There are times when like our our fame, such as it is, like uh, crosses into like a kind of a cool space. But this is not it. I don't like. That's yeah, not it's, like it's a, a good that's good not example. a thing
1: that it's kind of a good sample of like old YouTube even though right because like that's not there's that doesn't happen now there's too much no. stuff like the fact that somebody no. could have found that video because they were just into Star Wars things and it was there was like li- there were few enough Star Wars parodies mm-hmm. on YouTube <laughs> that that had well, that's shown it. up. Like,
0: once again, it's all about effort you actually like so this this is i think i was like to to amend my statement earlier i said like you had to have some sort of like skill to produce something and i think that's that's kind of true but i think it's worth nuancing you only actually had to have the skill to create the animation right like this is the this is the the crazy thing about like what made Newgrounds such a wild west is like there are so many aspects of creativity that go into creating a story a a video like a narrative right and you can be bad at so many of them true but like really bullheadedly like uh like (laughs) Effortful at just producing an animation. That is very uh, true, and and that will that will that's the bar you had to clear. So uh, this is not actually I, uh, Yoda's Christmas is is not particularly fit into this bucket. But there's so many uh, like these old Flash animations I watched. There was like they're just objectively just. Awful in terms of like I don't know (laughs) a joke writing, voice acting, uh, concepting, but like thing. (laughs) Well, they made it right. That like somebody had an idea and they put it on a computer, and I'm watching their idea. Just doing that was like like, puts you ahead. That was worth appreciating.
1: Right, it's sort of that like you don't know, like the like that you don't have to outrun the bear, you just have to outrun
0: your friend mentality. Sort of like right. you just yeah, have yeah. to be
1: better than like the rest of YouTube, which
0: was not that hard to do. <laughs> and you were competing with the Star Wars Christmas special, so like, right. you're, <laughs> that's a really slow friend.
1: <laughs> um, anyway, so once I made that, that was like proof enough to my parents that I was like serious about this stuff, and then they they bought me Flash. So. After that, I started posting stuff to Newgrounds, and that's when I did. Um, uh, if you have ever, if, if you don't know who I am and you're listening to this podcast and you've ever seen uh, Fable 2 experience, that was mine. Uh, I had one video on the front page for a bit called No Service that was the the guy trying to get into the fancy restaurant because he wanted a burrito and he has like a tie-dye yeah. shirt and and pants on and just because oh, i yeah. saw that guy at a restaurant at some point and thought it was
0: funny uh right <laughs> and which i still maintain and i will maintain throughout the, the the history of this podcast i certainly hope is actually our strength uh constantly like our why why our creativity is like worth putting out there like uh like why I think my writing and like the things I write are worth sharing uh, and why I think like we specifically are very compatible in producing stuff is like the ability to observe something, go that's so stupid and I love it and then make that <laughs> enjoyable to somebody else. Yeah. Um, that's,
1: I mean, that's, we, that's art, right? That's sort of the whole point is you do stuff that's like unique well, to your experience and that's, and so it doesn't feel, uh it doesn't feel like anybody else's. You have like the
0: level of, of it's interesting because since then I've learned there are so many other ways to make comedy that I just like, I, I just never did. True. Um, like the, like the observational, like, uh, I don't know. That's like, a um, uh, like a, a hilarious nihilism sort of thing of like, that's so stupid. It means nothing. I love it. Let's like, uh, <laughs> uh, like just, uh, pointing and laughing, uh, but enjoy it. Something is like, it's not always the most common form of, of comedy available. And I think that's interesting.
1: Yeah, I agree. I do think that's that's probably our, our niche, and I think the people that have watched our videos have enjoyed that part of it specifically.
0: Um, anyway, sorry, I was derailing from your your timeline of fame.
1: No, no, that's okay. I just wanted to. I don't. I don't know how much like how long this episode's been going, so I just <laughs> wanted to cover the rest of the time. Um, we. I. I did animations for a few years. They took a really long time. At some point, I realized I didn't enjoy animating all that much, and wanted mm-hmm. to move into doing actual film stuff. Um, and, uh, and I, I went to, fil- I went to film school of sorts. Um, mm-hmm. I don't specifically recommend it.
0: <laughs> but I think it's very interesting because you definitely like, you went to film. I'm not sure that you went to school. Yeah. Like <laughs>
1: <laughs> I went to a place where I filmed things. Um, mm-hmm. and during that time, I also, that was sort of my, my second, uh, gifted equipment was my parents got me a, 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 a camcorder, um, that recorded to, to HD DV tape, and uh <laughs> and with that we filmed i think some of the first videos that do show up on the binge watch list so there's not a, i don't want to necessarily get into talking about those individual ones um, right
0: no i believe that camcorder like i mean well geez is that that was, was the was there first a sec- year of videos the, yeah no that was like that was a good long time yeah um honestly like that was yeah I, had that I, until I, I, remember- I could
1: buy a digital camera myself.
0: Yeah, and so that's like I don't. know, That's yeah, a very significant portion of our, of our runtime, really.
1: Yeah. No, I it's I have a I have a weird weirdly high amount of experience transferring video analog video footage
0: into Premiere for
1: for someone my age, <laughs> which is
0: basically what Robert Benford was doing, but with Play-Doh and Flash, as I recall. <laughs> True.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, it's I don't know, I don't know, what, I don't know what to say about. It. I don't know what the conclusion is necessarily, but it was just uh it was um much I, I guess it was much more untread ground than I realized at the time is is kind of the weird thing. I guess that's my recollection looking back on it now is I remember feeling like I'm so behind like that was always my my thought at the time was like all these other people are doing all this stuff and it's gonna take me forever to learn how to do it and build up a fan base and I I I like being famous and making money off the internet was not, a job at the time that I discovered that it might be possible and I remember having this goal of like I want to get like a fan email like that was my that was like mm-hmm. my my thing I was like I just like I feel like if I got like someone emailing me complimenting a thing I made it would just like feel like I had like made it you know like I had accomplished something <laughs> I had uh, uh and I definitely had like full on you know, dreams of fame, but like internet fame. Like I wanted to, you know, I wanted to be. It's so weird that, that phrase just new grounds. like
0: <laughs> that. That that phrase just means something totally different now. I know. Like internet internet fame is like the opposite of what it was. Like being internet famous was like a dig at somebody back then. Like and now now yeah. it's like the, the way to be famous, right? It's so crazy. I, I will say so. I think it's interesting. It's it's interesting to hear you like go through your your thought process of like. Uh, wanting to scramble because you feel like you were behind in everything because like right, yeah. uh, going back uh, uh, what from an outside experience sort of from a converging into your experience experience right looking at what you were doing from the outside um i've like what was different is unlike all those flash animations I just threw under the bus. Um, <laughs> everything you did was good. Um, you were just funny. Like it was a like. You uh, gotta be
1: careful because I don't want this to devolve into one of those things where we just sort of like compliment ourselves the whole time. I don't. No, this is like. <laughs> we well, can't this, kneel this is great. I, this.
0: I I can do this because I was not involved in any of these. Right. Like it's a, I. I. This is well before I. I'll allow geez, it this one I, time. I I think my my first interaction is I. I recorded like a voice line for the recut of Yoda's Christmas um oh, which yeah. never aired I don't think like that was um yeah, but what was be- I like was gonna
1: just, re- I was like, just going to reanimate the whole thing or something insane probably
0: like well with flash so you know right, the, right. the power the powerhouse that is flash but no, like like no service like uh, a fable 2 experience they were uh well written they were uh funny the art was good um, and that was like you uh you know you had comedic timing. That's like four things out of which uh, most popular Newgrounds, like successful Newgrounds content had like two.
1: I will give myself this, yeah, that I I definitely analyzed why things worked at the time and what made things like good and tried really hard to imitate those things. And looking back on it finally with the hindsight of 10 plus years, I can look at some of those old things and be like, okay, I get it. I understand why people mm-hmm. enjoyed this and why it why also. It worked. I think
0: <laughs> I think it's worth pointing out that I, I think we'll be able. Like I'm I'm not too afraid of like praising ourselves sometimes because uh, uh, one of my lessons along this journey uh, from the birth to the death of YouTube is that being good at something is 't super important a lot of the time it is often a giant yeah. waste of time uh, so it's not like 100% a compliment
1: Yeah no that's true that's the big lesson that's what we'll that's what we we'll be uncovering as we as we go along this long meandering trail that we've set out for ourselves mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. is that all this effort uh, was was certainly not the path to fame and riches <laughs> that, we, <laughs> that we thought it might kind of coincidentally be right um well (laughs) i guess i guess we've we've reached the actual start point
0: so we'll i guess we'll end here right i guess we should i think i i just get that i i i should mention monty python somewhere i don't know why like that's like that's involved right monty python existed that's important uh, it made fun of the people who were making it, and that's like half of what we did for like forever. Yeah, and that's
1: a good point. Yeah, no, uh, self, self, what's the word? Self defacing humor is definitely uh, yeah,
0: deprecating, defacing. Yeah, it's, um, it's definitely
1: big in our repertoire.
0: <laughs> we already mentioned Knox. We mentioned Charlie and We could uh, something, something, salad fingers. But if anything, that was a negative. <laughs>
1: That, I, never that, watched, that, I never watched, I never watched figure.
0: That was also the Charlie the Unicorn guy, right? No, Isn't that was a it? different guy. No? No. Is it? Okay.
1: Similar veins of Deranged, but not not the same person.
0: Yeah, I, that was a, man. That, it's that pretty interesting
1: be. who came out of it and who's still around these days, too, because it's not a yeah. lot of people, but um, of all people, the one guy that I kind of made friends with on the site, Jazza, he's still going super mm-hmm. strong. He's got a YouTube channel that he does art stuff on and has been doing for years, uh, cool. makes yeah. you know supports guy. his family yeah. off of that. Isn't massive but like does like is pretty Enough. doing pretty good. Rice pirate is a uh uh professional voice actor now. You think we would ever have yeah. seen that come?
0: <laughs> nah, nah. You know it's funny? I I I don't know his name. Uh
1: it's Mick Lauer. See if you ever seen that name pop up on anything. It's uh probably. Uh,
0: but hmm. um what is and now I think the most important part of this this uh this recap here, what Actually, happened to Robert Benford.
1: What is he doing? I don't, I have no idea. <laughs> He's like this. Uh, he moved, like, okay, what's so the... he moved last I've heard of, he moved to LA and then yeah. I talked to Dom Farah because he was in a video of ours and tried out yeah. for Sky Vault. There's
0: yeah, he so did do that. That's right. anecdote popping
1: in my head occasionally. Bizarre. Like, yeah, I'll just wake up and be like, why was I in Aziz Ansari's book?
0: <laughs> yeah, uh huh, right. Uh-huh.
1: Anyway, yeah, I talked to Dom and they, they were friends, so I was like, Hey, what's the deal with that guy? <laughs> and uh, yeah. and he was like, you know, none of us really know. <laughs> yeah. He'll show up sometimes, and he'll usually be working on something, but half the time we will never see it. <laughs> so he's, I don't, like, he's know. Got this, like, I don't like, know. what
0: he's doing. It's like a Bobby Fischer thing, like an Andy Kaufman thing, you Very know? I don't much. know. He
1: was definitely like, yeah. um, who was it? Was it, uh, is it Seth Green? Was he the big, like...
0: Oh. That, uh, um, like, that was his... Seth- the robot chicken guy i I think so yeah there's also tom green who did the same thing but in a very different way no
1: that's i i got the wrong green it's tom green tom green is the one that he he was into
0: yeah that makes more sense because it's way more deranged and way worse yeah yeah um (laughs) i I
1: guess they just kind of plateaued everyone does eventually because you kind of because you you realize you know what this is all really stupid (laughs) (laughs) this
0: is stop stop doing what isn't isn't fun right um I just—I I think it is probably a worth a disclaimer. I do really enjoy Robert Benfer. I feel like maybe I've been uh, a little too incisive here. Um, uh, I—not that I think that anything I've said is wrong—but I do enjoy his content. Good, good guy. Maybe, probably. Good. I start. mean, I
1: have—I have him to thank for for getting me into all this in the first place. Should I ever be able to talk to him, which I have tried very hard?
0: Sounds <laughs> like, like other people out. have too. You know. Yeah. So. <laughs>
1: He's an enigma. Anyway, yeah. thank you all for tuning in. Uh hopefully this was entertaining. Um uh, if you're unfamiliar with us, it certainly was a good intro to I feel me and Ian. Uh yeah. and uh starting next week we're just going to hit the first video of the binge watch list and we're just going to go through one at a time and just see how far we can go because you know I don't what's what's the longest we've done a podcast? Like 30 episodes maybe at most.
0: Well, so we have to like di- we have to distinguish between the longest in like number of episodes and the longest like over a, a consistent time frame because I think those are different.
1: That's true. I was but, thinking just number um, of episodes, and I think actually the probably. one that has topped it is Oops All Tangents from Patreon, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure we Maybe hit like so. 34 or something with that.
0: Yeah, but see, like, that's what I mean. Like we were batch producing those; we did right? five at a go, you know. I know, like, and, uh, s- and
1: we still <laughs> didn't make it past that. that
0: right. So in terms of like on, on balance white noise too, uh, we got to at least beat white noise too. That's my, that's my line.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I agree. We have, we have like a, we have a number that we're aiming for this time with like an actual reason for it. So hopefully that helps. Right. Um, so yeah. So thanks for listening. We will be back, uh, next week. These are going to be released Wednesdays. That's the plan. Uh, and I'll try to post something on YouTube if one isn't going to come out, because we're going to try to record like multiple at once. Whenever we do this, um, and uh, and we'll see you then. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Yeah.